1: if you would like more information about what you hear on today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. For many Americans, 2023 will be the year they finally cross the finish line. And enter their long-awaited retirement and for many other Americans 2023 will get them one year closer to their own retirement with that in mind during today's show we're going to examine some of the significant changes to retirement planning that are on the horizon for 2023 a Yahoo Finance article Here are the biggest retirement changes coming in 2023, presents some information I found very interesting, and that I am eager to share today. The article first addresses several retirement reforms that were included in the federal spending package that was passed by Congress in late 2022. For example... Beginning this year, retirees must begin taking required minimum withdrawals from their tax-advantaged retirement accounts when they turn 73. As many of you know, that is an increase from 2022's age 72. Interestingly, that age will rise to 75 in 2033. Additionally, the federal legislation supplies a $500 tax credit to small businesses that allows military spouses to join the employer's retirement plan within two months of beginning a job, allow these employees to receive an employer match before two years of service, let these workers become 100% immediately vested in all employer contributions. The article also has some good information about Medicare. Medicare Part B premiums and deductibles are going down, which, as the article explains, means that Medicare will be cheaper for millions of Americans for the first time in more than a decade. Specifically, the monthly premium for Medicare Part B which covers your visits to the doctor as well as other outpatient care that's not covered by Medicare Part A will be $164.90 this year, a drop of about 3% or $5.20 from 2022's rates. Furthermore, the annual deductible for Medicare Part B beneficiaries will be $226 this year. A $7 drop from 2022 and provisions included in the Federal Inflation Reduction Act means that more than 3 million Medicare Part D beneficiaries who have diabetes will see a guaranteed copay for their insulin that will be capped at $35 for the monthly supply. There's potentially even more positive Medicare news coming this year. For example, vaccines that are covered by Part D will now come without copays or deductibles. That means expensive vaccines like the one for shingles will no longer be a financial hurdle for some people. However, the article adds that while the Inflation Reduction Act provides what may be the most significant changes to Medicare in nearly 20 years, many of the provisions for the program's 59 million beneficiaries, including reduced prescription drug prices and out-of-pocket costs, won't take effect for quite some time. The article also has a great deal of information about Social Security changes that are popping up this year, the biggest of which is that Social Security beneficiaries are receiving a healthy 8.7% cost of living adjustment, or COLA. That's the highest increase since 1981 and it raises the average retiree benefit this year by more than $140 per month, according to the article. Interestingly, the article calls the combination of a high COLA and smaller Medicare Part B premiums a, quote, once-in-a-lifetime event. Next, according to the article, the IRS is allowing maximum annual contributions to... 401ks and similar retirement accounts this year, and they're all at an all-time high. Those with a 401k, 403b, and most 457 plans, and the federal government's thrift savings plan may contribute as much as $22,500 this year, a significant 9.8% increase from 2022's $20,500 limit. And those 50 and older can kick in an additional $7,500. That's a catch-up contribution. A $1,000 jump beyond the 2022 limit. That means a person who's at least 50 can contribute as much as $30,000 this year. Additionally, the annual IRA contribution limit this year has increased to $6,500 from 2022's $6,000, $6, and those 50 and older can contribute an additional $1,000 to the IRA, the same amount that was permissible in 2022. Money contributed to a traditional IRA is tax-deductible if certain IRS rules are met, including various income limits. IRA contributions are also tax-deductible if you or your spouse aren't covered by an employer's plan at work. This year, IRA deductions for singles covered by an employer's retirement plan aren't eligible a deduction after their modified adjusted gross income reaches $83,000. The deduction vanishes for married couples filing jointly when their modified adjustable income reaches a $136,000 limit. The article next highlights that if you have a health savings plan, you'll be able to contribute an additional $200 for individuals and $450 for families. That means the annual inflation adjustment amount on HSA contributions for self-only coverage for the high-deductible health plan is now $3,850. The HSA contribution limit for family coverage in 2023 is $7,750. That's an increase of about 5.5% from 2022's contribution limits. The HSA option is available to people who have a high-deductible health care plan, also known as a HDHP. Now, you can also establish an account for a self-employed freelance person or business owner, if you have a qualified HDHP, the IRS determines the parameters for these accounts on an annual basis. As many listeners likely know, a high deductible plan means you pay a lower premium than you would with other plans, but it also means you have a larger annual deductible which is the amount you kick in for covered medical costs before your insurance is triggered. The money you don't use may roll over year after year and may be used for non-qualified expenses after you turn 65. The article touts HSPs because it explains that they provide a triple tax advantage by allowing a person to first contribute money tax-free, And second, to allow that money to grow tax-free. And then third, to let that money come out tax-free for qualified health care expenses. Thanks to a Forbes article, Top 10 Retirement Tips for 2023, I have some more potentially valuable information for our audience. Its first recommendation is to lose your fear of inflation. Certainly, the last year or more has made many retirees and near-retirees fearful about their financial status. And who can blame them? It's only natural for the rising prices of things like food, gas, and utilities make someone nervous. In fact, the article points to a survey in which a quarter of recipients said inflation is likely to delay their retirement. Though, it's easy to feel concerned when you see the prices at the grocery store. The article suggests it's more important to focus on things like your property taxes, health care costs, and other things such as that. It adds that some financial experts use a two or three percent annual rate of inflation to simulate how a budget would evolve over a 25 year retirement period. Why? Because as the article states, it's unlikely inflation will remain at seven or eight percent through 2050. But it's also unlikely to fall below two percent. The article next suggests some folks may want to consider delaying filing for Social Security because Social Security is guaranteed income that's suggested for inflation, it's often a critical part of retirement for many people. That said, the article explains that the best rule of thumb when it comes to filing for Social Security is simply waiting as long as you possibly can. By waiting to file until your full retirement age, you'll receive 100% of your potential benefit, and your benefit can increase another 8% per year until you turn 70. Finally, the article suggests tapping into your other sources of retirement income, like your 401k or your IRA, because it is certainly another way to delay filing for your social security as long as possible. The article further notes that 2023 may be the year you want to reassess your strategy about where you would like to spend your retirement, where you'd like to live. As it explains, housing costs are currently undergoing significant changes, mortgage rates are increasingly rising, and prices in the once thriving housing market are slumping. But even in the face of those trends, housing costs in many locations are still out of reach for some retirees. And the article suggests those changes may exist past. The current market turndown, which means you may want to discuss where you're considering spending your retirement with your financial services professional. Plan well and retire at peace. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening,
0: and until next week, this is Gerald G. Jenright